Good evening. Today is June 3rd and welcome to another episode of It Only Takes a Spark. Today's reading comes from the book of John chapter 21 verses 15 to 19. After Jesus had revealed himself to his disciples and eaten breakfast with them, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that he had said this to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Amen. Amen, I say to you, when you're younger, You used to dress yourself and go where you wanted to go. But now that you're old, you stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. He said this signifying what kind of death that he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to him, follow me. So... Jesus, once again, steps into the classroom to teach uh, a beautiful lesson. And I think there were, for me, there were, uh, there there are three takeaways um, when I read this particular reading. The first was that, um, maybe there are two. The first was that I started to think of that word love. You know, we look at it, um, I guess it's, you know, like this is how I feel, like it's a noun. And I, I think, I started to think, Jesus was using, do you love me? If you love me, this is how you show me. If you love me, then you'll do this. You'll feed my lamb. You'll, you'll, you'll follow me. And, and certainly uh, when we look at just in secular society, if somebody says that they love you and they, they do not show it, then what, you know, it's easy to, <laughs> to, you know, to, infer that maybe they don't really love you, right? It, um, I believe that love really should be uh, like an action word. Um, it's not just feelings that you have that you hold in your chest and when the person um, passed by and you feel this way, um, you have to show you have to show that you demonstrate it through your, your sacrifice. You demonstrate, it, demonstrate your love for that person by the things you do. And how will they know we're truly, like the song says, we're Christians by our love. And we will, um, and our love will automatically allow Christians to, to uh, allow ourselves to, to, all right, that was my son just passing by. Our love for each other, our love for mankind and how we show up, show up for them. We visit them. We tend to their needs. That's really demonstrating to everyone uh, that we're Christians and we're following in the in the pathway of Christ. Um, 
I had a situation this week, you know, I, I couldn't help but think of that final part of the, um, the reading where it talks about, you know, when you're younger, you know, you, you, you want to go where you go where you want to go and you're going to do things you want to do. And, and when you get older or, or when in, in the case of a lot of people, sometimes you get sick or something happens and you're, you're being led in a, in a path that, that you, you don't, you don't really want to go. This is a, you know, it's, it's making a very painful choice. And I think this week when I visited the re- retirement home where I, I, every week I go and, and, and give out Eucharist and sing with the ladies. And it's such a, I mean, they enjoyed me doing it. I, I think I enjoy being there more than they, than they are uh, enjoying my singing. And, and, um, so this week I was, and there was two incidents that occurred that really moved me. One was when, um, uh, there was a lady that was really upset and you could tell she was dealing with some Alzheimer's issues, but she was just upset about a lot of things. She wanted to go back to her house and she wanted to, she said, you know, she didn't belong there and she wanted to go back where things were the same. Things were, um, she, and she was concerned about the cost of the place and the treatment that she was getting, but she was just letting all of us know that in the middle of the prayer group. And I guess, you know, we sat and we listened and we tried to comfort her. I even sang her song and, um, but she was not, she was not having it. She wanted to speak with the director and she wanted to get things resolved. Um, and so she, you could tell that, you know, she was, she was in a place where even if she was somewhat compromised in her understanding of everything, um, because of the Alzheimer's, she definitely didn't want to be there. And then I had a, a lady, you know, two chairs away, uh, who was told uh, just this week that she was given a 30-day notice to leave the the retirement home. And I felt so sad because, you know, here you have ladies on two opposite ends. One doesn't want to be there and wants out, and the other um, wants to be there, but they're saying that she requires too much help. This particular lady um, is not able to, uh, only able to move her her um, head and I think her arm. So she requires two people to help her in a wheelchair to be sitting up. Um, and I just felt so sad. She was in charge of all of her mental faculty faculties, but they needed more support. Uh, and, and she could see the sadness and she cried and we cried with her that she had to face an uncertain future. Um, and I just started to think of her and then I to be very honest I also started to think of myself a little bit because she didn't have she was completely um her legs and upper body um you know paralyzed um and I started to think of the MS and you know will will that happen to me one day will I be somewhere and they say hey it's too much to take care of her, you know, she needs to go here, or we don't want to take care of her anymore, because she's too, she can't move any, she can't move her limbs, so I was sorry for her, but I started to think, um, you know, you know, is that in my immediate future, how far, how far away am I from that, from that state, you know, but you can get caught up into that whole web of unknowns and I decided to just shut that whole door it's like when you're you have symptoms and you do the big mistake of going on the internet and trying to diagnose yourself big mistake right so I shut down my brain right away 
I started to think of the uh, the other part of the um, the gospel that talked about you know here Jesus saying if you love me you're gonna you not only will you do you take care of the poor you take care of the people who are in need but but you're gonna this is a this is a sneak preview of how you're going to um, you're gonna really really follow in my in my footsteps because you're going to be a martyr you're going to you're going to uh, lay your life down you're, you know you'll be sacrificed your life will be sacrificed because of your belief in me and what a what a what a feeling what a feeling to to know that he was actually giving them um, giving Peter a little glimpse of what was to come and I know that when we think of all of the events that have occurred this past few weeks and actually this past whole year, right? It seems like there's more killing and destruction and whenever we feel like we've had enough and then there's another one and there's another one and we wonder where in the world, when will it end? Um, you know, it just pains me to think that we are in a place where we don't even know how to protect each other and how to protect the most vulnerable like there's no place to hide. Well, there was a time, once upon a time, we were safe in our church, but now that's not safe. Now hospitals are not safe. You know, now there are so many other things, places that were so completely off limits. Um, now evil is starting to show its ugly head over and over and loud and, and, and seem to be very proud of it. And it doesn't seem, I don't see any end in sight right now. This is the time where we really need to really hone in and anchor ourselves down and and really, really rely on, on our belief that there's a season, there's a time and a season for everything. We don't know exactly what season we're, we're experiencing and what, um, it seems like a, a season of destruction. You know, I don't know which part of the world you're in. Whether you're near the war, whether you're near, um, you know, what's your season? You know, are you experiencing a season of growth, prosperity, or are you are you experiencing a, a drought? You know, um, and can you find can you find something something in your immediate area, something that you can look around to to give thanks for? That's what I try to do. I try to find something in my immediate area. Sometimes it's the chair that I'm sitting on. I can feel the chair, right? I can feel it. Then I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, I see the house. I'm thankful for the house that we have shelter. Um, and uh, I try to look for something that I can uh, smell. Well, I can't smell very good because of the, the illness. So I, and um, taste, <laughs> You know, that is also compromised as well. So I try to look at what I can see, what I can hear, um, what I can feel, and I try to give thanks for that. But if it's not hard for me. When you're a mother of multiple kids and you have a husband and you're in a world where even when, the, when there's sorrow and tragedy, even when there's pain, there's always that promise that God's give, God gives us that we sometimes we are we are called we're called to pause sometimes we're called to pivot and and by golly sometimes we're called to pray what are you doing now are you pausing right now are you pivoting or are you praying or if you're like me last week you're doing two of those at the same time you know and and then hitting back another one so just just really 
I think it's a great opportunity at the end of the week to kind of just inhale. Inhale some um, the breath of God and know that whatever season you're experiencing, if it's one that you don't want to be in, <laughs> know that uh, it is not permanent. It may be painful, but it is not permanent. Uh, even if it's just um, to see the light of, of, of glory in the next life, you know, it, it, it is not permanent. Um, and I want you to gather our thoughts and, uh, and our immense prayers for all the families, families in our country, families around the world who are victims and, and even the ones who are, who are, um, who are the, um, you know, who are inflicting the, the harm on people. Pray for all of them and their families. I mean, pray for, we're a, hurt, a hurting society and we need to heal. We need to heal our invisible wounds, you know. We need to make sure that um, that these hurts that lie that lie buried, these kids that are hurting, and 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 seeking solace on the web, that they they find another outlet, they find another another place to um, to to look for help because help is out there. Help is out there, and we need to be able to regulate our emotions. We need to find positive outlets for frustrations. Um, gone are the days when somebody makes you mad and you can just, you know, go for a run or go for a walk, you know? I mean, that still happened. Last time I checked, it, it was still okay to go for a walk. It was still okay to do a push-up. It was still okay to, to um, just get up to, um, to meditate. So, Heavenly Father, as we come before you tonight, help us to anchor ourselves and find and to deep, deep dig, deep, way, way deep into our toolbox of strategies that we need to do, we need to utilize to cope. Because this is life. This is us. And the frustration and the confusion, pain and and the things, whatever joys, they all end when uh, they all stop happening when we when we when we die right and so when we and and if for some of uh, people who feel like you know it stops for them their families you know all those people who are contemplating suicide tonight we pray for them lord because uh, they're looking at a way out but it's it's causing it's really not a way out because it's leaving the people who are also left behind with lots and lots of cleanup and lots of love to hurt and that's not the way. Father, we ask you to heal, to really tap in and look, help us to identify um, in each other and, and, um, when we need help and to reach out when we see that neighbor's friend or son acting weird, looking or the neighbor's daughter that seems to be so much so, so distracted and so different. Let us feel like we can, you know, kind of say something to that neighbor and say, hey, I noticed that Sally's it um, seems a little different this year. Is everything okay? Is there anything I can do? Um, do you need any supports? Any Anything I can... Just let's reach out. Really reach out and touch someone. And Father, help us to be more like you in everything that we say and in everything that we do. Brothers and sisters, it's Friday. Please share the spark. God bless. <laughs>